Welcome to the things we don't want to talk about. A podcast for the voice for the unheard, hope for the hopeless, and the it to keep you pushing through life authentically, unapologetically, while being true to yourself. Hello, everyone, um, and welcome to another episode of The Things We Do Not Want to Talk About. I just want to say first and foremost, you all, I am officially 26 years old. I'm just ah, I'm just happy. Um, thank you to everyone that has reached out, uh, text me. I had so many messages. Um, I just feel different. I feel worthy. I feel I don't know. I feel like this is like my becoming season. This is different for me. And I feel like at this age and at this season of my life, I'm giving myself really what I need. And so I just want to say thank you. Like I feel 26. Um, the skin is still glowing. We're going to bring that into 26. Um, and I don't know. I'm just like I'm at this point where it's like things are getting very clear. So I definitely want to also say thank you to my guests. I was three for three for the guests, Jean, Molly Ma, Ask Jen. Like the people loved the episodes. I got so much good feedback and I went crazy with the guests. Like it was not planned. It just happened to happen, you know. So three for three and sadly but true, we only have one more episode left this season. So, so we started in October of 21 and it's about to be 23 like, wow, we went two years strong and I can think I can say prematurely we will have a season four. So uh, you all can look for that. Yay. <laughs> so I'm happy about that. Um, And then one other thing, I want to say something else I was thinking about y'all. Oh, right. So everyone know now, if y'all have not piece the clues in the one plus one equals two y'all gonna laugh at me Chanel really gonna laugh at me because she know how I am um all of my friends this year gave me money for my birthday gift and anyone who knows me knows I really love the liquid cash I'm a liquid cash type of girl like I can pay my bills I can give me some beyond smoothies I can give me a chicken wrap anything my heart desires I can get my hair done so it's like no everybody really looked out this year and I really bring it up it's like of course to be funny but also to say like God gives you what you need when you need it. This was my first year. Every year, I always say, like, money first or give me a gift. And this year, I needed the money the most, and that's what God gave me. And I would say this was a good birthday for me. Um, and my other one is say, if bees want to be here, they'd be right here. So that's my other part. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just saying, y'all know about the birthdays. But no, this year, I actually tune in. So I just being thankful and grateful for what I do have um, and really appreciating those who do instead of those who do not. And I think that's something we should always think about when events come around or when we're challenged with like, okay, how do I find this value or this, that, and other, right? Think about it in a broad spectrum. And that's different coming from me. Everybody know when that July 31st comes, the routine is the same, right? Put up or shut up. Um, but I tried to have a more open mindset. So with that being said, I wanted to go into our new episode episode nine and this topic of giving yourself what you need so as I'm thinking about like 26 um I officially been 26 for seven days now and really one of the biggest things that's like my focus is like getting away from myself how do I say this well my reassurance from others and instead going into the route of self-validation um and that's something that's really big for me being that I'm someone that is breaking free of my OCD and also being someone who wants to be more sure of myself and confident in myself I literally have cards in my purse right now it's so funny where it's like in King Gay your worth is not measured by how someone treats you um it's not measured by what someone does for you but it's the measure that you put on yourself and that needs to be at the highest the most worthiness um and for a long time 
I was scared to be boastful. And I'm still not a boastful person because that's not in a humble spirit, but confident. I want to say this is who I am and I'm proud of that. Not because someone has labeled me that or because I'm unsure and I want to sound sweet. I want to feel it in my soul. of like this is who I am and this is who I am because of my character and my integrity um, and all that makes me who I am. So in terms of like giving myself what I need, I've kind of drawn to this place of like, what are those holes that are in my life? Or what are those things where it's like, in King Gay, this is what you need to really fill yourself up. And it's crazy how it was kind of, or how it came up this past Sunday. Um, and like I said, it's been like crazy to the point where, well, I told y'all before, like I've been getting more closer with God and it really has happened over this last 12 months. And I just finished reading Psalms. And if you know anything about the Bible and a chapter of Psalms, it's about like really putting your faith in God. And also you're going through pain, but you still believe in, right? You still like his faithfulness is going to get me through, not really knowing how you still feeling defeated, but it's like, it's still saying, but God, but God. And if y'all listen to Lady London, if you don't, please listen to her song. Never. It's like my favorite song and my favorite quote. It's like, I'm a lot more David than Goliath. And David is somebody who um, was like the underdog, right? He wasn't expected to win. And he won not because of this super skill or this super ability, but because of like God standing behind him, right? And he had he had what was inside of him and that's what made him win. So I always feel like I'm a lot more David than Goliath. And in the story of Psalms, I started to hear more about it. And now I'm reading Proverbs and um, I'm deep into it now. Well, not deep into it, but I'm getting deeper into it. And it was a reflection of the season I was in. So I would say prior to 26 and really just... But I would say January, February, like up until like my last six months, I moved back home. You know, that killed my ego. And I had to rethink about like a King Gate. Is it like, who are you outside of your nice place at River Place, outside of the money, outside of the things that you thought made you to be the successful woman? And not saying that I use them as like, oh, this is my success measure. But that's what I looked at as success. And that's what a lot of people looked at me as being successful with. Of course, other things, but you know, we always have our things that are superficial. And during those times, it's like, no, I can't, like, you didn't make the place. Like, the place that make you, you made the place. And it wasn't because I was a teacher and I had my master's degree and I was doing it young, but it was like, no, you had the skills and you had the ability and you were disciplined to do it. And for a long time, I had a hard time with that. Even when I, I still remember the conversation, the guy I was dating. Like I've been dating. I saw him. We were at dinner, and I'm like, I'm really scared to tell you that I'm moving out of my house, and I don't want you to look at me less than because I don't have a place anymore. And looking back, it was like, why would he think you're less than because you're not at your place, right? But in my eyes, it was like because if I don't have a place and if I don't have this, if I don't have that, then I'm not deemed as worthy, right? Um, and it's like. But who cares? Because it's like you. Like, I'm not with you because of your place. I'm with you because of you. And that was a really hard thing for me to deal with or to, like, come to terms with, I should say. So I feel like now where I'm at, it's like my things haven't made me, but I have made my things. And even if I don't have those, I'm still worthy. And my friend was telling me, like, it's not about um, when you have your things and you feeling your best and confident. But it's like when you don't have nothing, you still feel like I'm hurt. Like, I'm it. Because it's not about that. So it's like now I'm at this point where it's like, no, I'm loud and I want to be proud. I'm giving myself what I need. Like, it's that self-reassurance. It's like knowing King Gay, like you're it. You will continue to be it. And if you fall, you're still it because you did it and you will do it again because you started it before. So when I was thinking about, okay, girl, what do you need? Um, And it was cycling back to that. And like I said, lately it's just been like, to the point where it's scary. Like, I complain, and God giving me what I need immediately. It's funny. I was at Duos for the first time on Thursday. I've been wanting to go there for so long, and you low-key do have to be 27, and I'm only 26, but he was nice enough to let me in. <laughs> but I've been wanting to go to Duos on Thursdays because it's like it's a vibe. There always be a lot of people in the parking lot. So um, I went, 
And I'm looking at my account like, where did that money go? I just had put in there or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I don't know where the money at. Y'all, I'm not even being funny. I was complaining. This guy, my friend, came up to me, gave me $100. Like, oh, here, Ken, you know, your birthday was just on Monday. I kid you not, y'all. And it's not even about the money, but the fact, like, every single thing I complain, God been creating a way for it to happen. It's like the problem don't even exist. It just keeps finding more fixes and fixes, whether that be physically, um, academically, financially. Like, God is coming through with the quickness. And it's like he's giving me what I need. Like, everything in this season is a reflection of I'm getting what I need but because I've done the work that I had to do. And four months ago, five months ago, three months ago, I probably didn't see it that clear. But it's like now everything is starting to come together and I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. And that's the hard part, right? That part of getting it when we need it. So back to my Sunday. Um, So Sunday, um, I have a big sister. I don't think I talk much about my big sister, but I have a big sister. She's like so amazing she's always been a role model to me and one of the things I always have admired about my sister is her confidence um the way she manifests her life the way she's clear on what she wants and how she sees herself like she's so unapologetic she don't care she is her like nobody gets her down she is power in her demeanor her spirit you could feel it like she's her she knows she's her you know she's her and I sometimes I've just always admired about her and um, I was over there on Sunday. Well, first we went to church together, which is different because I usually go to church with my friend Josh and Sabinda. But my sister was like, oh, okay, coincidentally called me. We went to church. Went to church. She texted me, you want to do vision boards? I'm like, yeah. Um, and then we end up going to dinner as well. And then her friend there. So me and my other sisters, we did the vision boards, um, end up having dinner later, and it was cool. So I'm like, all right, cool. We did that. Um, and when I was there, she was like, you know, I want this vision where she's like, what I have over you and what I think about is like, I want you to think about what do you want in your life a year from now, right? So what do you need? And I'm like, this is good. Because usually we would think about a year, but it was something about this time at this vision board. I was really intentional about what do I need? You know, we usually do them in January, the beginning of the year. But I'm like, no, I don't need a January rebirth. I need to rebirth now at 26 in July. And we're going to do it from July to August of 2024. It's going to be different because this is what I need, not what the world is telling me I need. And on it, I had literally wrote where I want to live at. Uh, I put the type of place that I wanted. Um, I wanted, I wrote down what I wanted emotionally. And one of my biggest things, like I want a, I want to be an emotionally healthy woman. Um, I wrote down like where I want to go. I really want to go to Cabo. Um, but within the next year, I know what hotel I want to stay at. Like I know the view I want to see. Like I'm really intentional about like this is what I need for me. Um, I want to be more healthy. I want to stay at like my 180 to 185. And I even know what type of relationship I want. And I noticed I didn't put a title on it, but I put what I wanted, right? I wanted to feel safe. Um, I wanted to experience what a home was. I wanted close intimacy. Um, and I wanted like emotional compatibility. And then others, like I also, it's not to be my year where I make my hundred thousand or more. So it's like, I want to welcome to my hundred thousand club. And I always said that by 28, I will have my six figures and I'm standing on that. So I'm 26 and it should happen this year. Um, hundred thousand or more, I must say, cause I don't want to limit myself to that hundred thousand, but it's like, this is what I really want. And it's like, this is what I need. And then I also wrote, like, I want to always, like, I want to put, God first in my life and I want to be guided on like what I should do so I don't want to move with my own understanding but I want to have what he thinks that I need so during this it's like I just felt so alive like for so long I feel like my 25 and before I was living in a scarcity mindset that I've been like you know I'm tired of that like that's so weak and lame like it's limiting my view on myself and it's limiting my view on how I look at life and my outlook 
And I'm like, I'm tired of that. So 26 is like, when I when I talk about giving myself what I need, it's about getting away from that scarcity of how much I can have or putting a cap on it. And I had made a post the other day, like sometimes we'll block our blessings by constantly looking at only what we have or what we can get. Like I can only get this or I should be content with that instead of saying, you know what, it's more out here that I can get. And when I get out of that selling, that settling mentality, um, of what I've just always been accustomed to That's when I will go to that next level And that made me think about like this episode Like dang that's what I really need to talk about What do you really need at this moment Like what specifically do you need We can say we need money We can say we need love We can say we need a better job But how are you going to get to Get to where you need to go Or how can you set a plan in place To get those things that you need And what does it look like realistically and a lot of things have been aligning with just like growth for me, right? And wanting to try things differently and getting out that comfort. But for me, and it's something I've been working on personally, it was like my voice, finding my voice. Of course, a podcast has been a way that has helped me. My therapy has helped me. But also like just getting away of like um, the loudness and the noise of people in my ear and really sitting with myself to say, you know what, this is what Nkenge needs or I can get what I need by doing this. And I want to present that to you all. Like, what is the thing that you need and how can you get there? So when I think about, like, say a job or thinking about a relationship, what do you literally need? And I found myself when somebody asked, like, what do you want in your relationship? It would be like, okay, what do I want this person that I'm with to become? That's not what you need. That's what you, you know what I'm saying? We, we trying to play the convincing game or the game of let me build me a person. But no, what do you want? And then look at that person that you have, can they give you what you need? Yes or no? It's real simple. Um, if you're at a job and you say you want A, B, and C, but they're giving you X, Y, and A, that's not what you need. You know what I'm saying? You've said what you need, and it's not aligning. So when I think about what do you need, it's about like what fills you up. Um, what is What are the things that you need that can keep you going for a long amount of time? We're going to hit hurdles we're going to hit bumps we are going to have times where it's just like I can't do this but that only can last for so long right <laughs> life gonna always be life but it's like how do you get that get back with it and decide like you know what life is gonna life but I'm a life right back with it and that goes back to like getting what you need and when I was thinking about that it's like okay well how can we do that in the way that sustains us and I thought about a toolbox like what's going to be your neat toolbox and I still haven't got my toolbox together yet because I've been a little bit busy. But and I wanted, and I was thinking about what can I share with the people that listen to the podcast or like what are those things or those places or those situations where you feel the most fulfilled or you feel like your needs are met with most. And when you feel low and depleted, how can you go back to them? Right. So even when I have my moments like where my um, my OCD and my anxiety now has reached a high peak, what are my things I can come back to? Um, so I have my book that I've been doing, um, my ERP. So that's my um, response. Blah, what is it? response prevention either way go y'all it's something where like I can tell you what's going on and I'm presented with the issue and I'm trying to calm myself down naturally so my anxiety goes down um and like even journaling or not waiting until the last minute to bring things up so for me it's like if the issue confronts itself I have 24 to 48 hours to confront it um so that I can get to it right um I want to let go I always say if I do wrong by something, I have by the end of the day to make it right. You know what I'm saying? If I say something wrong or I feel like I offended someone in a way that wasn't true to my values or my character, I'm going to go at the end of the day to make sure I make ends with it. So when it comes to like what you need, you think about your value system. Um, you think about how you want to be portrayed. Not how others look at you, right? But what are you putting out? Um, and then thinking about 
how do you do this in a way that sustains you? Because sometimes we'll do these things and they leave us so depleted. It's like, what was the point of me even doing this? Because it's like the thing you needed ended up being the thing that was like your worst enemy. So we want to make sure that we're standing in line. Like, okay, these are the things that I need to keep going. But how can I do this in a way where I can actually get these things and still stay afloat? So that was like one of the big things when I was thinking about like, what do I need? Um, So when I thought about the vision board, I'm like, okay, this is something that people could do, although it's not, um, you know, per se, like at this exact moment. Think about if you need a rebirth right now. And if you're somewhere, it's like, I just want to start over. Like, I know we've been told January because it's a new year. And I get that. I love it. I'm all about newness, new chapters when things start over. But if you were to do it right now, right, and you were to start a vision board, um, be intentional. I'm someone that doesn't do the magazine thing where I just take magazines and I just write. Or I mean, cut paper, cut pictures out. I actually go on Google and I like find specific pictures that I want, things that I want to look at. I look at it twice a day now. I just started this, keep in mind, y'all. <laughs> but I've done vision words before, but haven't been this intentional. And you write out like, what exactly do you want it to look like? What do you want it to feel like? And instead of like daydreaming or like these crazy things or like, what about this in the past and what didn't work? Start daydreaming about the life that you want to live and start daydreaming about the things that you need, how you how you're going to feel when you get these things. Um, what is it going to take for you to get these things? Like for me, I said, if I want to move out to my place, I want to get a second job that is going to make the money to pay for my rent, period. If I don't get that, then I'm not moving out because that fulfills the problem of the rent. Right. I don't want to use it out of my full time teaching money I want to use it on my side money or I want my side money to pay the rent that's what I have to do so I need a second job so I can pay the rent right those are the things that I need um and thinking about like okay once I get the rent what is the other thing right but then also get into the point where we are able to express the gratitude so once you get these things that you need you're like you know what I did it I got what I need I'm happy with what I have and this is how I can build and also be happy with what I have at this present moment so when we think about like, what are the things that we need that go beyond physical and tangible? For me, I looked at love, forgiveness, grace, and speaking life in my speaking life into myself intentionally and on purpose. What you need may look different and it comes out in different ways. So like for me, when I say love, I think about the self-love I have for myself and I think about the love that I have for myself that I want to be shown with others, right? So I want my boundaries to be respected. I want my needs to be met, whether that's in intimate relationships, whether it's in friendships, family, right? I want love that honors me. I want to be loved in a way that I want to be loved. When I think about forgiveness, um, I need to learn how to not rehearse things or go over stories in my head I want to be able to let go and forgive myself for any mistake that I have done because I tell myself I'm growing I'm growing and I'm not mad at my mistakes I'm just figuring out what works for me and what doesn't so kind of thinking about changing the story that we're telling ourselves and a lot of times what we need is we need the reassurance from ourselves and learning how to give ourselves a pep talk instead of leaning on people to do that and then grace that kind of goes along with grace as well it's like that forgiveness and grace period where it's like we can't get everything perfect. If that was the case, we would be like some super alien superstar like Beyonce say. Um, and we're not. So it's like, realistically, we got to do this. Um, and then for me in particular, when I think about the speaking life and what it means for me, um, I don't know. I feel like speaking life is powerful in many ways. Um, but for some people... It could be hard. So one of my hardest traits, and for other people, like I said, is different. I was not comfortable with speaking positively or not even that I didn't believe it's true, but I looked at it as like it didn't make sense or 
I don't want to sound, you know, boastful. Like, to the point where it's so funny. Like, when it comes to captions, you know how y'all see girls, they'll make a caption like, oh, I'm the coldest in the room or just something, like, real big. Like, okay, I wouldn't dare make it. Like, I'm 25. I've probably made a caption like that one time in my life. I just don't talk like that. Um, I thought it was very, like, just over the top and arrogant. And I would look at them as, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ugh, like, she's so boastful. Like, she thinks she all of that. But it's like, why do you have to think that people are all of that? Why can't people just be confident? Um, and I saw a post, actually, on Auntie Jackie. I think her name was, like, well, at first it was Auntie Jackie. But I think it's, like, now that like Lavishly Jackie, she's, like, the beauty influencer girl. Um, I'm sure all y'all know her, but I just got hip to her. And she made this post, um, and she was talking about smokes and mirrors. And it was like, everything is not a smoke and mirror case. Like, everything is not like, oh, they're posting this online, but in real life, their life is a mess. Um, and that was one thing I had to get over. And I feel like that's another one um, that goes back to like what I needed. Like, I wanted, I needed to see success and realness being done in a way that's real. Because I know I'm one of the people where it's like, that's social media, you got to watch. I'm still saying social media, you got to watch, right? But I'm watching in a way where there are people that, are doing it. They're doing the work. Um, everyone does not have a secret life of they doing this and doing that to get by. Okay, some people are, but it's not realistic, right? Be okay that there are people that are succeeding. People are loving their life. People are happy. Not everyone has a mental health issue, right? Not everybody has b- uh, body dysmorphia. Not everybody is trying to find themselves so they're using people to get by, right? No, there are honest people living. And I had got to that point where it's like, and King Angle, what about the people who thought your life was smokes and mirrors? And I'm like, that's a good point. Think about it. I think I live a fairly, like, what you see with me is really what you get. I don't want to ever perceive or be perceived as a perfect person. I'm realistic. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, right. So you can't be the only person that's just living life realistically. You know what I'm saying? Be for real. Um, And I was like, wow, that made me think about it. It's like, Kinga, it's okay. And I think a part of me, if I was to be honest and really be transparent, it came out of a bit of jealousy. Um, And I hate the word jealousy. And I would just say like, I'm not feeling like, my life is not one really where I was proud of. I think I could say that. Like when you want more for yourself and when you feel like the life that you are living is not one that you are the most proud of, these type of things come out in various ways. So for me, it was like, I really thought a lot of people's lives were smoking mirrors. And I mentioned it before um, on the episode with Jim. Or I was saying, like, I wouldn't follow, like, every girl who looked a certain way because I was comparing myself to them, right, trying to measure up because in my life, that's what was like, okay, that's what I need to be in order to get this. When it's, like, reality, no. You know what I'm saying? But, of course, it takes to growing and learning yourself and really learning what life really is about. You start to look at it differently. And there are lots of smokes and mirrors, but everybody's life is not like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like... If we say we need these things, how do we be true to ourselves that we don't have a life that is smokes and mirrors, right? We're living through our true selves. So when we think about, like, what do we need, we think about, like, how do you fill yourself up? One of the biggest things I always say, like, okay, when I get into a committed relationship, I'm going to still honor and respect myself even while in a relationship. I might want to lose myself. I'm going to have my boundaries. I'm going to have the things that mean the most to me. And I'll still exist as my own human. And for me, that lets me know, like, I'm fulfilling me. So even if I have that person, um, I'm not just solely dependent on them. And I feel like now we're in an age of like, no, I don't want my, what they say, like a puzzle piece to complete me. I want them to complete me in a way where it's like, I'm already complete. And they just put my little cherry on top. Right. <laughs> but not like the things that they give me are so do or die. It's like, I'm 
they're like my other half in a way like without them I can't exist so when I think about or when I when I want y'all to think about in terms of like the needs and the necessities you think about the needs and necessities that uplift you and affirm you because sometimes when we say needs people can need some alcohol people can need some drugs you know what I'm saying people could need to fulfill their vices but those type of needs are not the things that are going to propel you and they will actually leave you behind so when you think about your needs, you think about what are the positive things that I need in life um, that will propel me, right? That will affirm me, that will allow for me to grow in a way that is sustaining, um, one that holds value in my life and one that allows me to help others. I'm real big on helping others. If you're doing something and it's helping you at some point in time, you comfortable, you can't give back, right? You teach people how they could do it. Um, everybody's a teacher in their own way, might I add. I'm just an official teacher, but we all have different gifts and things we could do. So when I was really like, what's the point of Kenya? What do you want to like your thing with this podcast? I kind of want people to look at it now, like we're halfway into the year. What are you doing to fulfill your needs for yourself? Um, and if you are not meeting your needs, what can you do differently, realistically? And of course, my vision board was made for the year. But what can you do realistically by the time September starts? For a lot of people, if you're parents, that's when your kids go back to school. If you're a teacher, that's when you go back to school. Fall comes, it's a new time for everyone because it'll be a new season. Or even if you like, okay, it's just like we're about to start quarter four, quarter three in life. I want you to think about like, what are those needs that you need? Um, Think about them physically academically if you're in school emotionally set spiritually and financially what needs do you have that can be done within this time frame and then go on to the year right what do I need to get done within the year what do I need to see um, being completed and then most importantly what can I do to get there right pour into yourself um, manifest that life of like positivity and uplifting and affirmations that you do need and think about how does it allow you to grow so I feel different this season. You know what I'm saying? I hate, I mean, not I hate, but it's ending on a note where it's like, oh, I'm going to leave you on a cliffhanger because it's going to be 10 and then it's going to be like, okay, we got to start a whole new season. Y'all won't be able to follow up. But no, I really want to like go into um, season four, giving you all or letting you all know like how my progress has been. Like I said, now I'm reading Proverbs and it's like this time I'm looking for wisdom now. So I'm getting past my pain and my scarcity mindset and I'm now going through wisdom and looking for knowledge and looking for tools to be able to keep this new life and this new way of being sustained so that I can go to that next level. Um, and I feel like now I'm also changing where I will have more security and stability. So now like when I get that, I want to hold on to it this time. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be in mid-season four and I'm like, y'all, I'm back at the same place talking about the same thing because then I'm just just lying through my teeth. So what I want to leave you off this episode is one, find out what you need. Um, look at your environment. Does your environment allow for you to get these needs realistically um, and positively? And then three, what fulfills your soul, right? What is your thing that keeps you going? And what is your thing that will allow you to run this marathon called life? So I left y'all with some good energy, some good feels on this. You're not looking at the 26-year-old in King A. Um, and next episode, we will be concluding season three. So until next time, I will see you all later. And don't forget to address those needs that you have. Bye.